Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Hello? Hey, what's up? This is Light the Fight. Sorry, sorry I missed your call. I'm just uh, sitting here daydreaming and thinking about all the parents out there, all the listeners, the loyal listeners of Light the Fight. I'm like, I wonder what they're doing right now. I'm like, wait a second, they're listening to me. Shut up, David, start talking. See, this is what happens when Heidi is not around. I start daydreaming and I forget about the task at hand. But Heidi's got a good excuse for not being here tonight with us. Um, she had a great opportunity to speak to um, a very great, amazing group of people that I that I know, and uh, I'll have her. I'm not going to spoil it. I'll have her talk to you guys about it next week. But she got this opportunity, and I said, "Go for it, Heidi. Take your shot, and uh, let us know how it goes." So, anyways, we'll be missing Heidi today. But in the meantime, I wanted to give you guys another little hack or something that you can do. Specifically during the holidays, it can be very helpful to keep the unity of your family less crazy, uh, to keep you guys tied together by some good memories instead of all the difficult stresses and challenges that sometimes and oftentimes come with the holidays. But before I go and give you uh, this information and tell you how this whole thing works, I want to give you guys a, a reminder that if you're having challenges, difficulties, or just worries about your teenager Look no further. Just go to teencounseling.com. For a 13 to 19 year old, they can help you get suited with the right therapist to match your needs and the desires that your teenager has in a therapist as well. They got this amazing process. They'll get back to you and, re- and connect you with someone very shortly. And the process, not only is it fast and efficient, but there's so much power that you have in this situation and that your teenager has in this situation. So, for example, if you start working with a therapist and by, by some chance something just doesn't click or doesn't work well, um, you can easily switch therapists and get a chance to be able to be matched up with someone that is going to work well for you. And I can tell you how hard that is. A lot of times people will stay with the therapist simply because they don't want to start all over the driving to and from the appointments, all the paperwork. Well, teencounseling.com makes that fast, easy, and efficient. And with the shortage of people who specialize working with teenagers, they're making it possible that so you can get the teen counselor right for your teen and your family, even though they may not be living in the exact same state. So teencounseling.com, but make sure you use backslash LTF to receive 10% discount on your very first month. Here over at Light the Fight, we couldn't be more happier. We couldn't be happier with teencounseling.com. We haven't had one negative feedback about them. And I tell you guys, if you have a lot of pushback from your teenagers and maybe they've gone to counseling, maybe they didn't like the whole experience, this is a new way to approach it. You have a new conversation because they can say, hey, I didn't like going to counseling. But you can tell them, well, there's this new thing. It's kind of like FaceTime. You'll be using your phone where you have a lot of power and control in that counseling session. You don't have to take long, awkward drives to the counselor just to be able to meet with them. So teencounseling.com backslash light the fight or LTF. And a big shout out to our community sponsor, 1-800-CONTACTS, who makes 
this ship float without them. We would not be able to provide all this great content for you. Or at least I think it's great content. Hopefully you think it's great content too. Um, but seriously, 1-800-CONTACTS are a local company here in the Salt Lake area. And what they do for their employees to model for their employees to support them in the personal relationships in their life, they really understand how important your relationships in your life are to your overall happiness, well-being, mental, emotional, and physical well-being. And so thanks to 1-800-CONTACTS for not just being a sponsor for our podcast, but also a great example to how to run a good business that gives a dang about their customers and their employees. So back to the podcast now. So I want to talk to you about something. We're going to be calling this podcast the State of the Union, aka State of the Union Address for the Holidays. So many years ago, I remember I had this one dad. He came into my office, and this was a power dad. This was the dad that, you know, he owned his own company. I think he owned multiple companies, actually. And he just had that presence about him where he was all business. He had that very CEO mentality and attitude. And he was having problems with his teenager. Unfortunately for him, the type of CEO he was at work um, didn't really transfer well over to him and his son's relationship. So make a really long story short, this gentleman was really struggling to have a connection and a relationship with his son where his son was working with him. Instead, his son seemed to be trying to tear down the family single-handedly and expose him as being a bad dad. So they... They went back and forth for a very long time until they met me. And it was over the holidays when they had this big breakthrough. And this is how I kind of discovered this thing that I'm going to share with you guys today. And it's just, you know, a helpful suggestion to help your holidays go smoother. But in continuing this story, so the gen- the gentleman, the, the father that I was working with his son, came to me feeling really defeated, really down. And I was asking why, what's going on? And he started to open up how the holidays are especially hard for him. I said, why? Well, he had shared with me the, the deaths that had happened over the holidays. Um, a few different occasions where bad life experiences were surrounded around the holidays. He didn't have his parents alive anymore. And that was kind of a difficult thing because he didn't really, and when they passed away, he wasn't on the best terms with his parents. So for him, the holidays came with lots of pressure. They had to look a certain way. Everything had to be perfect. His wife had shared a lot of pressure to make sure that the house was decorated a certain way, that the Christmas tree, everything had to meet this this picture in his mind that he imagined would, the picture that he had, if he, if he thought like, what would a perfect family and a perfect house look during the holidays? That picture, he wanted his wife and his kids and everybody to make that picture come to life. Unfortunately, that came with a lot of pressure because his expectations And his desires were pretty lofty. He wanted a lot of perfection. As you can imagine, that created a lot of rifts and arguments and stuff for the household. Well, the son was trying to tear it down. The son was like, I'm not helping with anything. You can get your own dang Christmas tree. Son was, you know, coming on as, you know, last year of living at the house. And he was not wanting to do this stressful Christmas every year like his dad had already, had usually done. So the dad was in here talking to me one day. And broke down to me, opened up about the loss of his parents and opened up about how hard the holidays were. And, and you know, then the dad and I talked again. And the second time I talked to the dad, it came pretty, it became obvious and really clear to me that he was trying to create this perfect environment or this perfect picture of the holidays 
not so that people had a per- thought he had a perfect family, so that he could have the thing that he dreamed about his whole entire life that his parents never could give him. Happiness, peace, just that warm holiday feeling. His problem was because his parents didn't figure out how to do it and because he went from a very poor background to a very rich background, he was the first you know, millionaire, I believe, in his family tree that he was aware of. And it was difficult for him because he was doing it in ways that, yeah, they might have looked like it was a happy family, but the way he pressured everybody, the arguments that ensued from it, nobody felt the love. Nobody felt the Christmas spirit. Nobody felt all the things that he wanted them to feel. So no matter how great it looked on the outside, it was still lacking and just it fell short because nobody felt like it was the holidays. Well, after this conversation I had with them, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty long, tearful conversation. We came up with this idea that before Thanksgiving this year, he was going to address his family. And I think it was a couple of weeks before, about this time of year, actually. And he he decided this time with some strong suggestions from yours truly, me. <laughs> he didn't just come up with this on his own. He decided with my help that he was going to do something different. And so I told him, why don't, you know, like when there's a big wedding or there's a big event, maybe a, a company, you know, hit a big benchmark or some sort of celebration, there's usually a ding, 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 a toast. Now, the toast is usually I want to congratulate everyone for their fine accomplishments. I want to congratulate everyone for all these things. But in this toast with him, it was going to sound a little bit different. He actually, without getting all the details how we came up with this approach, but this approach was for his personality and specific to his personality only. He told everybody that he wanted to have this dinner, a special family dinner, to talk about the holidays coming up. And nobody was excited about that. They're all trying to make excuses how to get out of it. But he reassured them that they're going to want to be there because they were going to be pleasantly surprised because it wasn't going to be like other holidays they'd planned in the past. So they all showed up. They're all there. And what he and I came up with and what he told them is he said, you know, kind of like a toast when someone gets married or when there's a big accomplishment of someone, you congratulate someone or something. He goes, I want to congratulate every single one of you in the family for making it through every holiday up to this year with me, my high expectations, my pressure to have everything done perfectly. And he went into great detail stating all the things he knew that everyone was unhappy with in recent or in past holidays because these are things that they told him. And he stated every single one of those. And he said, thank you guys for all surviving all these years of holidays. But now I relieve you of your duties. We're no longer going to have holidays like that anymore. But instead, we're going to do something different. So now he really had their attention. Everyone was like, okay, I'm listening. And I remember vividly his son coming back and, and saying this to me. And, you know, relaying relaying what had happened in this conversation. He said at this particular point, everybody's jaws were dropped and kind of waiting for what's the catch. This was too good to be true. They're like, this is not like our dad. Why would he be saying this? And he had a really rough sense of humor. So he thought, is he setting us up to say something horrible? But he wasn't. Instead, he told them, he goes, you know, I, I never realized why I did all the things I did. 
I just did them. I didn't think about it. just did them. I wanted it to be a certain way and that's all it was. And I thought because I made all the money, because I was the person who provided this great life for you guys, that the other 11 months of the year were yours. And this last month, December, or, you know, end of November to, you know, beginning of January, this is mine. This is my time. My wish. Little Goonies reference if you happen to pick up on that. So he was telling everybody this is what he wanted, but now he switched it. He said, no, it's not what I want. Instead, he goes, I want to now tell you how I got this way in the first place and why I've been so stressed about the holidays. He shared some very deep, hurtful, painful things that happened in his childhood. Some things that he swore he would never share with his kids, but he realized that they owe, like he owed it to them. He was telling them to act out his plan for the holidays every year, but never giving him a why. When they would ask why, he would just say, because, and he'd make up a bunch of surface excuses and examples. But he sat here and he just told him straight up what was going on. You know, his parents had died. He was sad. He was miss, missing out. He always felt made fun of by his friends because he would never get presents when they're in, you know, when he was younger, or at least the presents were weak. They, they were like hand-me-downs presents. He remembered saying that, um, I forget what nonprofit organization, but gave them food and stuff over the holidays. So the holidays were such a shameful thing for him that he wanted the holidays to be some big glamorous things this big glamorous thing. But this time he shared with him why he was that way. Then he told him that uh, he apologized again. And then he said in the future, he wants them to plan the holidays, the family, and he's going to give them permission. So he would tell them, right. Um, you guys come up with, you know, some different options and ideas, and then the whole family will vote upon it. And then after they vote upon it, they will be free to be able to, you know, do whatever it is they want to do. Um, and, you know, I, I've talked to this guy throughout recent years and he told me sometimes the family wanted to go on a trip and a vacation somewhere that he had no interest in going. He ended up went, he ended up going and just like a disgruntled teenager, he found himself going, wow, that was actually pretty fun. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. He started to relate to his teen and his son was the one who picked the trip. He was like, see dad, see, you can have fun. Remember when I was a kid, you were always telling me to try new things. You can have fun. Well, son flipped it on him. He went from, I have to have it a certain way to completely the opposite direction where I need to give it to my family so they can have it their way. And holidays completely turned around for that family. But it took this gentleman acknowledging that there was something about the holidays that he'd not shared with him. He was stressed. He was under difficult, you know, um, pressures, even at work. Then on top of it, the missing his parents. So now for you, the, the casual listener or the, um, <laughs> or the consistent listener of, of Light the Fight, I want you to consider your own version of this. I've had lots of people do this throughout the years, and sometimes you know, I'm thinking of this one mom in particular. She came in and she said, you know, again, the holidays were horrible for her. She had lots of death, lots of horrible things happen, and for her, it reminded her of all of her failures. You know, a lot of stuff was negative for her about the holidays. But most importantly, because she had kids, the pressure for her to push all that aside and just pretend like everything's fine, that was too much for her. So before the holidays, she had a sit-down meeting with her family at a dinner table. Her husband and her planned how to do this. They stood up in front of the family and they addressed the family. And they told them about you know some of their struggles. The mom had had some issues that she didn't want to admit that were health issues that she was scared about she didn't want to scare the kids. But when she told the kids that she'd been scared and worried about these things, 
the kids were like, well, no wonder you've been extra crazy lately or no wonder you've been freaking out. And they, they actually had a good laugh about it and cried about it at the same time because the mom didn't realize how much her holding these things inside and not sharing with their family were affecting her. She thought she was protecting her family. She thought she was keeping her family safe from her worries. But what she was doing was she was keeping herself isolated so that she had the worries all by herself and she wasn't sharing those with the family. After she had shared her difficulties with the holidays, her physical scares and worries, even though she didn't have a complete diagnosis, the fact that they were testing for something, it really bonded the family. Now, don't get me wrong, when they were doing Christmas shopping, she admittedly, she admittedly freaked out. Um, in one particular case, the kids, they freaked out on her. She was able to go to the bathroom, come back around, apologize to them, tell them, remember that conversation we had three or four weeks ago? And they said, yeah, this is one of those situations, just really stressed out. I don't mean to take it out on you guys. Then the kids quickly forgave her and apologized back to her. Her experience from this made it, and at least at this particular time, she said this was the best holiday she'd ever had. What people usually report back to me and tell me after they do something like this, the pressure and the intensity of the holidays having to be a certain way is really removed quite a bit, or at least there's a lot more space there. And then they start focusing on allowing this holiday to match where they're at in their life and it be whatever they need to be. I know some families that they said, you know, we're going to skip the holidays for the most part. Meaning they weren't going to make a big deal of it because they made two, they'd made such a big deal in years before they could take four or five Christmases off and they were going to be, they're still going to be good. They, they'd had so much in the past that they try to achieve, achieve during the holidays that now, and I remember one particular family, they said, you know what, let's just put up just some, whatever basic tree. Let's only get each other like two presents and Let's, you know, go on an adventure instead. You know, people just started to become more creative because sometimes we get these traditions in our head and we feel like they're they're immovable. Like we have to maintain tradition and traditions and family, you know, um, consistent things that you do over the holidays. That's great. I'm not saying you can't do those. However, if you're going through some serious stress and those traditions would just to be able to follow through with them would take a lot of stress or a lot of money. You may want to take a hard pass for a year on certain traditions, or maybe you want to evolve some of them. I know some people, when their kids are really young, they want to do certain things. Like I know, you know, we like to do certain things with our young kids. When as our kids get older, if they don't like those things and those things aren't cool anymore, we could sit there and dig in our heels as parents and say, no, we have to do this, our tradition. Or we can say, let's create a new one for this time of our life right now. I want you to be the holiday MVP. I want you to be the person that lets your kids know if you're stressed and struggling in different ways, put that out there. Don't don't wait till in the middle of an argument and then you tell them, well, you don't know how much stress I've been under and I need you to be patient and compassionate, loving towards me. That's a tough sell when you've yelled at someone and someone thinks that you're not being passionate and patient and nice to them. Usually people will need, or at least especially teenagers and kids will need their parents to model that for them. You know, the patience, the compassion, the empathy. Usually they'll need that first before they're going to give that to their parents. So be a good example, be a good model of this for your kids, but clear the air. Whatever it is you have going on in your life right now that you think you can just tuck down inside and bury it deep down inside and not talk about it and the holidays are going to be fine and you're not going to have a meltdown, you're not going to snap, you may be mistaken. 
you know, it's it's pretty consistent where I have parents tell me I wanted to keep it all inside. I melted down the family Christmas party. Or I just had a, a total breakdown. Now people are, are trying to figure out how to help you pick up the pieces. Now they may be fearful to talk to you or approach you. You may want to have a perfect holidays, but if you have a lot of emotional distress, you may not be as inviting for people to want to come over and do Christmas carols for you or want to approach you. So just think about this for a little bit. Think of how you can create this for your own situation. Again, I don't know what you got going on in the holidays, but holidays are stressful even when they turn out good. Even creating a good holiday is going to have some stress. If there's something that you have in your blind spots, if there's something that you have tucked away that you just want to, you know, just just deal with it and just get through the holidays, consider bringing that to the surface and putting that out there for your family, friends, and loved ones in a very honoring, respectful way, much like a, a celebration of, you know, getting to this point of the year. Tell your family what your hopes and dreams are for the future. Most people, and this is some things you can expect in return. After parents have done this, oftentimes certain kids will stand up and do this. If you have a good relationship with some of the older kids, please ask them after you go if they'll take a few moments to say what they think and also what they want the holidays be like. The one thing that seems to be pretty constant is once the parents go first and do this, it becomes like a really big, specific highs and lows family exercise. If you haven't listened to some of our earlier episodes, I talk about this thing called highs, lows, and who the heck knows. Basically, it's just a way for families to check in. Well, if you're doing this type of a holiday check-in, but you as the parent, you're not being sarcastic, you're not joking around, you're, you're taking this serious and planning this, and then you're telling your kids that, hey, listen, it's not a conversation, you just want to tell them about what's going on. Usually what happens is there will be one or two kids that start to say, you know, well, I've been stressed out too. You know, remember two years ago when we lost our dog on Christmas? You know, it makes me really sad in the holidays. And the parents might be like, whoa, I totally forgot about that, that we lost Fluffy or whatever your dog's name was. And then they go, no wonder they've been down and kind of grumpy a little bit lately. See, we wouldn't know that people are having certain grieving issues, sadness, loneliness is a huge one during the holidays. We don't know sometimes that people are going through these things unless they would tell us. And what better way to show our kids how to tell us what's going on, the things that they're stressed and worried about, than for us as the parent to go first and then to give them the space and time where they can freely say whatever they want without being criticized. The parents that have not done the best job at this usually talked and said all the things that I've already told you to say. But they usually screw up on when the kids start to say things and start to say things like, you know, I've I felt like these holidays are a family have been really sad and, you know, angry and we fight a lot in the past. If a parent sits there and goes, wait a second, what do you mean we fight a lot in the past? What are you saying? You don't, well, you don't like your family? Well, what was wrong with last Christmas? If you start questioning your teenager or your child for just simply sharing their feelings uh, that they are stressed in the holidays too or that maybe past holiday experiences weren't that good and you jump in, you ask a bunch of questions and ask them to explain and defend their point of view, then you blew the whole entire point of the exercise. The whole entire point of the exercise is to simply state that you can be in a bad place, but you don't have to take it out on everyone else and you don't have to keep it all to yourself. You can share it. People don't always need to fix it for you. You know, sometimes we just need to know that we can share things with our loved ones and that they're going to try to be understanding. Even if they don't understand, even if as a parent your kids say some things that you don't agree with or you don't understand, 
just makes you thank them for even talking about their struggles and acknowledging that holidays can be stressful and that they want to have a happy holidays. So take that suggestion. It is the holiday <laughs> State of the Union family address, whatever you want to call it, holiday MVP. Um, it's worked for so many people. I really thought it'd be just a good little tip for you guys to try out there. And again, it sets up that leadership role where they look at you as leaders that they want to follow instead of hypocrites that they want to avoid or stressed out older people that they want to avoid during the holidays. So thanks again, for always, as listening to Light the Fight. Thanks for um, giving your reviews on iTunes. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Thanks for posting about this. We love it when you tag us in your posts and, and when you talk about the episodes that really are um, you know, influencing episodes to you that inspire you, give you better ideas, and just get some good insight and applicable ways how to deal with intimate relationships, specifically children and your family members. Well, until next time, and since Heidi is gone, I will say it for her. Thank you for helping us to light the fight.